Let's foray into Nevada's wild spaces. This is a half an hour adventure with the Nevada Department of Wildlife. This is Nevada Wild. Here on this Welcome to Nevada Wild, brought to you by the Nevada Department of Wildlife. I'm Ashley Sanchez, here with Aaron Keller, and today we're back in the podcast room. It's been a while, I feel like, Too Aaron. long. It really has been. <laughs> and we have extra special guests. We have our fisheries biologist, Travis Hawks, and Tina Mudd with Granite Construction, which once we start getting into what we're talking about today, people will understand why we have you here. <laughs> so um, basically, we announced actually today that um, a project has been completed to open access to the Truckee River. Um, we basically developed a trail system. So Travis, do you want to explain where this is located and give us a little background on this project? Yeah. Um, yeah. Thanks for having us. Um, of course. I guess uh, the long of it is we've, the state, uh, Nevada Department of Wildlife has owned a chunk of property along the Truckee River for a long period of time that we've kind of always identified as an area where we could maybe make some improvements to the river, um, allow the public to have a little better access in this location. Um, it's, it's down near Lockwood, so if anyone's familiar with the Lockwood County Regional Park, um, it's part of the Washoe County Parks Program. Um, this property is immediately adjacent to it upriver, so it would be to the west from the Lockwood Park. And um, so, like I said, we, we've identified it, we own it, we want to make some improvements, and we've never really had dedicated funding for that project. And um, late this past summer, we had, um, I had someone reach out to me from um, the Tahoe Pyramid bike group or the bike trail group who basically maintain a trail system from Lake Tahoe all the way to Pyramid Lake and um, they do an awesome job. It provides basically access along the river corridor and I mean most reaches of the river um, and they realized that we own this piece of property and they kind of approached me about a project to to improve access down there um, and they mentioned that Granite Construction was on board and was maybe willing to donate some time, labor, maybe some material to the project. And kind of at that news, we, we took it and ran. I reached out to some of the higher-ups within our agency, and everyone was in full support of the project. And, you know, we were able to kind of, for lack of a better word, ram this thing through as fast as possible when typically, you know, some of the stuff we do might take a, a much longer period of time because of the groups involved and the people involved. We got it done in a really short turnaround so yeah I actually heard the other day you guys were working on this so I thought it was going to be something that would complete it be completed like months from now and you were <laughs> like yeah we're we're almost done yeah. so pretty cool <laughs> to see a project move like that um Tina Travis mentioned that Granite paid for a huge chunk of the project um sure. and you guys have been on board since the beginning so can you tell us your involvement in it yeah we we do a lot of work in the community. We try to do projects that are in close proximity to maybe where some of our facilities are or, you know, neighborhoods that maybe are impacted by projects that we work on. And we work with Janet Phillips from the Tahoe Pyramid Bikeway frequently. Uh, we do some constructability work for them if they have difficult uh, trail sections to help them uh, make sure that when they go to building the project, it flows better and uses less materials, safe, all those things. And through that relationship, I was talking to her about 
uh, adopting sections of the trail. Right now it's called the Waltham section, which is by the Tracy Power Plant. Mm -hmm. So we adopted that section to maintain it for users. Uh, the entire 114 miles of the trail is uh, adopted for care and maintenance. And so we adopted a section and during those discussions, it came up that there was a potential that a small section of the trail could be built for future connectivity through the Lockwood Park. And it just made perfect sense for us to get involved in that because we have, most folks in the region here know that we have a uh, asphalt and aggregate materials facility at the Lockwood exit as well. And um, we actually share an irrigation ditch with the adjacent landowner to the trail. And so all of the people kind of lined up and like Travis said, I, I think once the trigger was pulled, things started to happen fast. So um, for Granite, it made sense that we could build that section of the trail because it was in close proximity to our facility. And, and I think that's something really important to us as a company and members of the community is that we're very proud of our environmental record and our uh, um, participation in sustainability measures in the region. And for us, we like people to understand the resources that we have in the region and what it takes to protect them and experience them in any way that we can participate in that we we like to support so we Travis kind of you know got all the paperwork handled on their end and Janet coordinated us and Granite jumped in with some materials we did some road base and and labor and I think it took us two weeks to get it done but there's a nice shiny new section of the trail nice and it's done today right yeah they Just should completed. be should be wrapping up today and we'll demob our equipment and our people and supplies tomorrow morning and then i think it's ready to go very exciting and then how can people go and view this area or access this area travis do you want to yeah um the easiest way to access it is um so as you're headed east on i-80 you take the lockwood exit and as you're coming off the highway there, you'll see the Lockwood Regional Park. Um, there's a nice parking facility. They have restrooms there. Um, and to actually access this portion of the trail, you have to go through the Lockwood Park on their already existing trail system. And then when you reach the west end of the property, you'll basically come to where it adjoins our or the state property. And the trail just continues on from there. It's, it's seamless. There's no, you're, you don't know you're walking onto state land. It just c is a continuance of the trail that's already in existence other than the fact that the aggregate is much newer and the fencing and gates and bridges <laughs> are all very shiny right now. So Very nice. Yeah, so people just keep walking and they won't even realize until the trail's longer now. Exactly. And it's, <laughs> it's, More it's to an area. Yeah, and it's an area that people, I mean, already do access. Um, there's there's some pretty good fishing in through that section and guys have been going there for a long period of time and some of them might not be happy that we are maybe increasing people <laughs> people's ability to get to their spots, but... Um, yeah, it opens up a whole other section of the river to angling and other recreational activities. And how much land does is opened up, or how much is the state owned down there? Do you know? Uh, I'm not Tina. Do you happen to know how Jeez. long that trail extension is? Yeah, the actual extension, the the part that we had to build was about a half mile, and then there was a two track road that goes past the section we built. So I think it adds an entire. I think it adds an entire half to three quarters of a mile. Mm -hmm. And then there's a loop at the end because then you run into the railroad trellis. Um, right. So there's a loop at the end. So if you're riding your bike or whatever, you can spin around and come back. Um, but yeah, it's a nice little section. That's a good chunk of the river. If you think about a, almost a mile of the river right. that's opened up, that's a pretty mm -hmm. good stretch. Yeah, and you're no longer having to basically beat through the brush to get there or trudge straight up the, the river channel. You nice, easy walk to get to what is i mean a really a very good section of the river that's underutilized and 
you know, it, it also is going to disperse some of that recreation so that Lockwood Park does get a lot of angling pressure. So by doing this, I think we'll be able to take a little bit of pressure off of those, those some of those areas and spread it out a little more. Yeah, it will actually be a good thing. You said some anglers might not like <laughs> that we're opening it up <laughs> to more people, but it's actually going to, you know, alleviate exactly yeah some of the crowds in some other areas. Yeah. Tina, were you going to oh. <laughs> I was, I was like, I, jump in I anytime? Was, I, was, I was looking to try to remember the acreage of that parcel <laughs> down there, but uh, it wasn't readily available. So <laughs> no worries. I, I think the interesting thing, too, is I, Travis, correct me if I'm wrong. You guys have had that parcel for almost 10 years or worked on getting access to it for almost 10 years. And so to be able to open something up like that to different types of recreation you know we we did work in conjunction with the bike trail folks and I know their dream someday is to have that connect to the rest of that trail um, the unfortunate part about the trail if you're looking at the Tahoe Pyramid Bikeway is below the city of Sparks it's segmented quite a bit through the Trekkie Canyon until you get to Pyramid Lake so this will be a section that hopefully feeds that someday so that whole 114 miles has connectivity at some point and this is a really neat piece of ground it's yeah, it's, yeah it's definitely been interesting to watch that that trail kind mm -hmm. of start out as an idea and then kind of work the way yeah. down and now you're they're kind of to that section and they have other sections to mm -hmm. connect and mm -hmm. i mean in our lifetime i would imagine it would be completed but this is a great addition to the entire trail so yeah yeah for sure and i mean it just you know, we, m I relate angling to the trail just because I'm a fisheries biologist, but you know, the other opportunities down there, I mean, there are a wider array of wildlife that utilizes the river down there. I mean, we do have that population of bighorn sheep that are frequenting the river and watering, especially in the warmer months. So, you know, that's going to give people the opportunity to get out and kind of observe some of that stuff. And there's plenty of birds and waterfowl along the river. And yeah, it's, there's all kinds of opportunities for people. So. Very cool. Exciting stuff. Travis, how does it feel to be a part of this? It sounds like you just jumped on it, made it happen. So. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it, w it definitely wasn't as easy as it sounds. It was a lot to handle in a short amount of time. But um, no, it's great. You know, it's I mean, I, I've always looked at my job as, you know, one, being a voice for the animals in the region, but then two, being a voice for the public that, you know, enjoys those resources and being able to allow this opportunity for the public to go experience more of their resource in this area is, is great. Yeah. Very How about getting a willing partner like Granite and the bike path and, and kind of having it go all smooth? That's a good point. Yeah, that's the, the biggest part. I mean, this, like I said, this typically a project like this, we're talking years in the making. I, I have experience with another one we just recently wrapped up that was five years in the making. And when this came up, I had in my mind, I was like, we'll be working on this for two to three years. And then things just started falling into place and, you know, with the support and then Granite's willingness to help and the, the Tahoe Pyramid bike folks willingness to help it. I, I was blown away because this, this doesn't happen <laughs> typically. So. I think that's why I keep being like, you just jumped in there yeah. and did it because this <laughs> isn't the typical yeah. case for the state. So, and, um, yeah, I just like the partnership there. Um, who who else helped in that? Also, um, wasn't there a few other agencies? Yeah, Division of State Lands was big. Um, there, you know, they saw it as an opportunity to get something positive done. Um, so they helped us with some of the paperwork side of things. Um, I mean, again, Granite's contribution to the project can't be understated. Mm -hmm. um, the Janet with the Tahoe Pyramid bike, she was kind of the one that really spearheaded this. 
and then you know washoe county parks where you know we had a few conversations with them and because we are basically building off of their trail system and you know they were in support of it so yeah it was it's one of those rare things where we re- and even the private landowner i didn't mention him but there's a private landowner adjacent to the property who was supportive of it and we worked with him to get this done so yeah it's one of those rare opportunities where everyone is in agreement and wants the same thing so it shows that the project really could benefit the community if mm-hmm. everyone involved i mean tina you might be able to speak to this um was so willing to help and make sure it got done I kind of think that's something that's kind of unique in Nevada sometimes is just the willingness to collaborate. We understand that we have limited resources, whether you work for an agency or a company or you're participating in the community. And I think these collaborations really bring the best of everybody out. Um, Granite's probably not considered the premier trail builder in the region, but when um, when it comes to partnering and getting opportunities to provide resources, you know, we were able to jump on it and, and same thing, build a relationship with that landowner and continue to build our relationships with the community we're in. So um, I just think it speaks volumes to everybody involved for their ability to collaborate. And, um, you know, everybody really just showed a willingness to get it done. And for us at Granite, our, our slower season is November to February. And so taking advantage of our labor force while we were you had downtime really was a little bit poor Travis, the, the fire that was coming from my keyboard. <laughs> Here's my window. Can we fit in there? <laughs> well, I'm glad you guys all made it happen. And I think we're going to take our break right there. That's a good Great. spot to stop. So we will be right back. You are listening to Nevada Wild. If you enjoy listening to our podcast, leave us a review on iTunes and SoundCloud. For more information on hunting, fishing, boating, and all things wildlife, go to endow.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back to Nevada Wild. Today we're joined by fisheries biologist Travis Hawks and we have Tina Mudd with Granite Construction. Great to have you both. And Aaron and I were just saying how we thought this was an awesome project. We're talking about the, um, are we calling it the Lockwood Trail project? We've expanded the Lockwood yeah, Trail. Yeah, Lockwood Trail <laughs> extension. Yeah. So we were talking about that and Aaron and I were saying how we just heard about this and we're like, that's an awesome project to highlight. Let's showcase it however we can and have you guys on for a podcast but little did we know how much collaborating you two have been doing together or end out with granite construction yeah. and you were saying you kind of find partnerships in unlikely places we do we've uh, whether it's volunteering or building projects under contract we really do sometimes find really neat relationships with folks you wouldn't imagine because when you think of granite construction you think of roadways and bridges I mean that's what we're known for but um, regionally we really look for those projects that have an environmental element to them we have a company sustainability plan and we work really hard to limit our our footprint when we do work and we try to do environmentally sensitive projects and that's really benefited us in the region because we've had a handful of really neat projects that I being the environmental manager was excited about you can imagine when you're the environmental manager and you build bridges all day that when you get to do an environmentally sound project it's really exciting Um, and so we were able to partner in the past on um, 
on a project up at Marlette. And then also, you know, Travis has helped us on numerous other projects where there might be concerns about uh, fish in whether it's a bridge project or uh, a project up at Lake Tahoe when we did the Impossible Trail on the North Shore, just consulting with our partners to make sure that we're doing the right thing. It's something that we like to do. We believe wholeheartedly in the collaboration that comes from a lot of these projects. And it sounds like now you have Travis on speed dial. Like you'll just Unfortunately him for <laughs> him, yes. <laughs> Never give your contractor your cell number yeah. ever. <laughs> Which, Travis, how is it to have a partner like that in a contractor no it's 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 awesome um it's much better than the alternative where you, you might have a contractor that's just going out and doing things with no concern for the wildlife so yeah i'd, I'd much rather get a phone call at seven o'clock on a thursday evening <laughs> asking if a rock were to <laughs> fall off of this mountainside is it going to cause a problem for the fishery down below you know that's <laughs> an easy question for me to answer and so no it's a, it's a really good partnership to have and Tina referenced the Marlette project. That was that was huge for our agency. I mean, it's Marlette's been an important part of the fisheries program in Nevada for decades, and we decided we were going to do some um, upgrading this past year. And you know, we had some stuff, some plans developed to do a new fish passage structure to allow for more fish to reach our kind of historic spawning station. And Granite won the bid on that, and from that moment forward, it was just an awesome partnership. They volunteered their own time to come up and see the actual operation before the project so they knew exactly what you know what happens up there and how to address the issues we were having and then when it came time for construction it was you know I was up there daily assisting them but they you know they know what they're doing and they did a phenomenal job so yeah that 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 partnership has been really beneficial for for our agency and I mean really for the public of Nevada so and how was it to see the work up at Marlette it's very cool. Uh, you know, again, anytime we can go work in, in a different area or a sensitive environment, things like that, and kind of learn. We we learned so much about Nevada's fisheries that I had no idea. I had no idea about how particularly sensitive and important Marlette was to Nevada's fisheries. It also made me quite nervous doing the work, <laughs> knowing that. <laughs> but again, um, it was just a very cool project. Everybody, you know, our project manager and our um, operators that were involved were really excited about it and they were really proud to do it. And I think when you have a little bit of pride in the work that you're doing, you do a better job. And um, we had the right team up there just to make sure that we were protected the resource where possible. And um, it's always, it's a pleasure to get to do projects that have a lasting impact. Mm -hmm. And, and I think that was one of them and it was, it was neat to be involved with. When you choose your team, how do you, how does that go? Do you handpick certain people <laughs> and you know they're going to enjoy it or because well, they're going to do a really good job or how's that work? We have area managers and I'm sure when they pick the teams, they think who does this type of work best. Um, and they, we also do have people in our, on our team. I, you guys would be surprised. Um, between the hunting and fishing folks in our office, you can't find anybody in November. Right. Um, so <laughs> <laughs> That's not a surprise. Yeah. That's we love this office. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm sure. I'm sure they're very similar yeah. in that sense. So, um, but we have certain uh, team members that we just know. One are well trained and environmentally conscious, and operate the certain pieces of equipment we need with precision and. Those guys are the ones or gals are handpicked for those jobs. And, you know, we have other people who are suited for different jobs, whether it's, you know, pouring concrete or whatever. But we have a handful of guys that 
um, are super passionate about what they do and will always do the best and right thing. And those are the ones that we pick for those jobs because, you know, having integrity in construction means we're doing the right thing when no one is looking and we take pride in that. And so selecting the right people to manage those jobs is important. I just like to get to go. So yeah. <laughs> when we get those jobs, I, would I imagine <laughs> there's a long list of people raising their hand to go work at Marlette. So. We had no shortage of volunteers when yeah. we decided <laughs> to go up there. I'll tell you that for sure. <laughs> Same here when Travis has his project. Oh, yeah. Marlette fills up fast. I didn't even get to go last year. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Beautiful place. So. Well, kudos to both of you, Travis, for taking the time to educate a company yeah. like that. And then for you yeah. guys for wanting that i think you know and and like you said kudos to travis for us to have somebody in an agency whether you know it's it's ndow or ndot or ndep whatever it is anytime that there's a comfortable relationship and a confident relationship i think you get a better product and better compliance and all those things because you don't feel silly asking the question or you aren't scared that, you know, your question's going to lead to all these enforcement actions. It's really, let's be proactive and help us understand what we're doing. And I just think, you know, it goes back to that collaboration that we had on the trail. Just let's talk about it and see if this can happen. And really, that's kind of how it started was a conversation. And three months later, the trail's done and we're out of there tomorrow morning. So I, I think it's about the communication and all of us having the same respect for the resource around which we're working. So Yeah, that's a great point. A friendly partnership mm -hmm. definitely goes a long mm -hmm. way. Yeah, yeah. And Nevada's small enough. Those are important. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, we probably that's know really some true. people on your on your crew. You, know? you probably so, do. Yeah, that's how small it is. <laughs> yeah, we when we started the Marlette project, the the main guy, and I don't know what you call them, but yeah, he, me, and him talked for twenty minutes prior to the project about hunting and then fishing at Marlette, and yeah, it was. It <laughs> you was were awesome. out there all day, probably. Then <laughs> well, yeah, and, yeah, this. and I mean, I'll, I'll even I'll say too, you know, it's a it was a good partnership because as a, as the fish biologist, you know, I. I had an engineer develop the plans told them what we wanted and then i gave them to granite and in my mind it's like granite's gonna build what the plans say to the plan set and i can step away but it wasn't it wasn't like that it was i was up there and they were asking me like hey can a fish get through this does this look right to you and i'm and i'm like i don't that's a big boulder i don't know how you're gonna move it but no it needs to be moved so so yeah it was, you know from start to finish and everything that they did up there was awesome yeah, I can't wait to check it out. Yeah. How much different does it look up there, like in that section? Um, so it, it doesn't visibly, as you approach it, you, you're not going to be able to tell um, until you actually come down and take a look at the underneath that culvert where the road goes over. It's, a, it's an entirely different. It's no longer a culvert. It's a designed stream system mm -hmm. with boulders, and it's much more natural looking. The fish, you know, it'll, we'll find out this spring, but um, the fish should have no problem traversing and getting up to where we need them to get to where in the past for the past 10 years it's been a gamble every year based on water conditions if the fish are going to be able to make it so that's exciting and i think anybody that's listening that has not gone up to marlette and either hiked in or biked yeah. in there should take the opportunity this summer in an, a nice day go up there check it out it's it's definitely something to to see and uh there's some panels up there you can read about it, but if you're fortunate enough to go up there when we do have the spawning project going, it's it's pretty 
awesome. Yeah, it's a, goes on. it's definitely a uniquely Nevada and uniquely Endow project. We've kind of taken it and made it our own over the years, and it's something that, you know, just being within the fisheries division, it's something that everyone knows about and everyone's participated in. And yeah, head up to Marlette, then hit the trail in yeah. North Lake Tahoe, <laughs> then we're, like, planning out a weekend yeah. for someone and then come back down to Reno or yeah. Sparks, I should say, mm-hmm. and check out the new trail. So um, so one more time, Travis, could you explain, if anyone missed the first half, how they can access the new trail? Yeah, um, easiest is to take 80 headed east and take the Lockwood exit. Um, right as you come off the highway there, you'll see the Lockwood uh, County Park, Regional Park. Um, there's a big parking area. Uh, you'll see bathroom facilities. And then from there, there's a trail system that heads to the west. And if you just stay along that, that established trail system, you'll eventually walk right into what is the new, basically, Lockwood Trail extension that goes on to uh, the state land and gives you access to a bunch more river property. And like you said, you might see some shiny new fencing and things oh i knew what i was gonna ask you if if somebody's listening and they look up our fishing report or our um you know tips for fishermen is that considered the lower river in i mean for anybody listening yeah it would be considered lower river um yeah basically lockwood down river is all lower river and that's close enough that yeah yeah yeah. so if anybody's listening they look our fishing report how to catch fish down there check out the lower river section and exactly Go try it. Yep. Head down there. And thank you, Tina and Granite Construction. I don't think we ever said the dollar amount. $30,000 yeah, roughly. Yeah, roughly. For fencing, tr- uh, the base st- material. Well, the state purchased the fencing. Oh, yeah, we did the fencing. Yep. And then we did the trail material, so the base that we used to build the trail, uh, the bridge crossings, and our labor and equipment. Yeah. Very nice. Check it out. And anything else you guys want to say before we wrap up? No, I just want to thank Travis and all the other partners for including Granite in such a cool project. Yeah. Yeah, and same thing. Granite did a phenomenal job, and I'm happy that Janet with Pyramid Bike brought it to us, and everyone else was supportive, and even our agency was nice to see all the higher-ups supported as well. So. And you could head to our Facebook. We have some pictures on there of what the trail looks like, or just mm-hmm. just go out there and my take dog. a drive out there. Yes, oh, yeah. <laughs> the of mascot. course. How could we not? If you send me <laughs> dog picture, it's yep. going up there. <laughs> so, well, thank you both. That was a fun podcast, and I appreciate you both coming in to join yeah. us. Yeah, thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you, everyone, for listening. That does it for this week's Nevada Wild. Join us again next week for our next adventure, Nevada Wild. It's a production of the Nevada Department of Wildlife.